0: You're now listening to, you're now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, where we discuss everything erotic and fascinating in the wonderful world of the high-end call girl. Now, here are your hosts, Chantelle Etoile and Exotic Vivian. We're back! <laughs>
1: Hi, guys. Welcome to season two and episode 32 of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Exotic Vivian, and joining me as always is my co host, Miss Chantelle Etoile.
2: Hello. Hello, hello, guys. I'm I so feel like excited. like we took a very to back. long break. It was not long enough. I'm gonna be honest.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't. I,
2: I, I, don't I wish like we, we could have taken two months. I know. I don't feel like we actually took a break because I don't think people knew. But behind the scenes, we were doing a lot of shit. So, mm-hmm. uh, it it wasn't exactly a break. Break. We just eh, weren't it was, recording. It, <laughs> it, it, it was something. But people uh, missed us. So thank you, thank you you for guys for your continued for your support. And, and your kind words
1: and all that good and stuff. And telling
2: us that you couldn't wait for us to give back. So we're back.
1: We're back. Okay. It's your turn to give another advantage of hiring
2: companions. Okay. So I know that I've kind of said this, um, but I'm just going to say it again. Versatility. Uh, last week, I went on a social date. Um, a guy that I have been chatting online with for months um, that's, you know, been super nervous to meet me. Uh, Weirdos. uh, Well, (laughs) it wasn't that. He also wasn't in my area. So now he's in my area. And just our timing has just always been uh, has just been off. Right. So So finally he was just like, Hey, I, you know, I really want to like meet up with you. And I was like, yeah, we could totally do like, you know, tea or whatever. So we just had like an hour social date. We met up at a Starbucks and we just relaxed and talked. And so, you know, that's a good reason to hire companion. You can, whether you guys are just bored, you need someone to talk to. Most companions offer packages outside of just the standard date a lot of uh, companions, myself, I know Vivian does. We offer uh, phone check packages, texting packages. So if you're one of those guys that are bored and you need, you know, some sort of contact, pay us and we can be like whatever you need. So hire us. Whatever you need. Okay. Uh, what's new with you? <laughs> So I've been getting a lot of questions about if I'm in Tampa or not. Yes, I am in Tampa. Uh, I did not move to Miami. You guys are still listening to previous episodes and haven't gotten to the episodes where I said that I'm not moving to Miami. So I'm based in Tampa. I live in Tampa. You can book me in Tampa. I'm available to fly anywhere. But I just I kept getting that question a lot. So I was like, I guess I should address this since people keep asking where am I and uh, no I'm not touring Um, it was a lot of work and I didn't feel like the payoff was good enough so uh, I'm not touring and yeah I'm just back I'm ready ready for season two and all the interesting things that it's bringing already (laughs) it sure is uh, what is going on with you Vivian? Um I just finished recently
1: an amazing photo and video shoot. Yes um, you did. Um and it was amazing. Uh I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from it. I'm actually going to be releasing the video on Friday November 2nd.
2: Cool. Today
1: today is Halloween October 31st. That's when we're recording this. Yes. Show. <laughs> so guys uh Yeah, we don't always record it the day of. I don't even know how you would think that's possible if we're releasing it at midnight.
2: That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I can work my magic, but it's a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm releasing the video. So I'm sure by the time this airs, you guys would have already watched it. And um, it resurrected uh, some old clients. Like new photos tend to do. Yes, I
2: I was there behind the scenes, uh, and it was a fabulous shoot. It was yeah. awesome to see that in person. So yeah, I had a great
1: time. Uh, shout out to Sexy Lux Studio, uh, the only photographer that I shoot with in Miami. Yes. Uh, so ladies, book him. Um, And other than that, I'm just living my best life, setting and crushing my goals. And I'm excited for season, which starts in uh, November after Thanksgiving. That's when all the snowbirds and uh, vacationers try to leave their cold climates to come here. So I'm excited. Business should pick up as usual. And I'm just happy.
2: Yeah, Yeah, a lot of of ladies have been messaging us um, saying that, you know, even... Uh, even after summer, September and October has been super slow. Um, again, I think that has a lot to do with FOSTA, with websites going down. So just be mm-hmm. patient. Um, just keep, you know, just keep letting your clients know where to find ladies.
1: And really, at the end of the day, it still boils down to treating this like a business. Yeah. A lot of ladies don't treat this like a business; they treat it like a you know, fly by night thing. And then they get mad and scream horarchy when you try to, you know, put them on the right path. Think about it. If you own like a restaurant or something, wouldn't you have business hours? Wouldn't, mm-hmm. you have, wouldn't you have a way to get the word out about your restaurant? Would you just open whenever you want it or do whatever close in the middle of the day? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't do any of that stuff. So ladies start thinking about this as a business because it is, it's a business. You're the brand. And we can all thrive. I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy. Yes, there's always going to be slow times. But that's why you plan for the future. Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, you know, one other thing I wanted to announce. So um, as you guys know, I am part of uh, the Swap Outreach in Tampa. Um, So for the month of November, I will be asking guys, instead of sending me Amazon gift cards, I would like you guys to go on my wish list and purchase Some of the items for um, the homeless women in our area. Um, So it's going to be like soap, shampoos, mostly hygiene products. Um, You can Mm -hmm. order that directly from my wish list. And that will go to my uh, my P.O. box and I will uh, hand it to the appropriate people and swap. Um, mm-hmm. So that's very easy for you guys to do. Uh, on my website, I have the Amazon wish list posted, and I will also be having it posted on Twitter. So for the month of November, uh, thank you for being generous and to for your thanks. Give the gift of hygiene products. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, and
1: and ladies, you can also uh, donate too. I just sent a, a box of like shoes, handbags, toiletries, yes, swap. So you can actually contact them on their Twitter, uh, Swap Tampa, and they'll give you the address to send your stuff to. So if you have, I mean, I did a fall cleaning and I, you know, got some stuff out of my closet. There are plenty of stuff we have sitting in our closets that we don't even wear. And wouldn't you rather give it to someone that you actually know is going to use it instead of donating it to Goodwill that doesn't, actually help people, but helps the CEO and just turns
2: around and sells it. So, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I also donated as well. A, a lot of things. Um,
1: yeah. So ladies, you can also donate too. just contact them on their Twitter and they'll guide you from there.
2: Yes, exactly. So Vivian, you it's your turn to give something uh, funny things that clients or companions say.
1: huh yeah
2: <laughs> I am
1: glad uh, this is actually for companions guys, look at that. you were great this summer and this fall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I am glad we actually took a month off because the ladies and the drama, oh my God cannot. I seriously I cannot. can't
2: with the fucking drama ladies. I, I mean seriously. I mean from
1: ladies scamming the entire industry with a fake GoFundMe cause, and then changing their name. Sidebar, we're actually going to be re-recording Charlie's episode because she's no longer a credible source. And then you have ladies outing other women, like oh, just hateration and drama all around. Like, oh. why? Ladies, please spend your so much time drama focusing on you and your business instead of minding other people's business. And I assure you, you will see the difference in your bank accounts. Stop it, I said. Just stop.
2: I mean, the amount of time and energy that some of the people put into the drama, I'm like, if you spent that much time in your business, you would be really successful and you wouldn't have time for this drama. Like, exactly. I like, I know that I was getting a little bit of backlash in my DMs because I was just like, why are you going so hard for the drama? Like, just stop with the drama. Like, like and take it was a break like- from Twitter. You don't have to you know chime in
1: on every single thing and then like, and then seriously. people
2: people started thinking and this isn't even just like one thing people started thinking that I was like taking sides and I'm like oh, no I'm Lord. literally I'm literally telling you that I'm not taking any sides because I don't know like we're any, literally I don't know staying anything out of it <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like I'm I'm all the I'm all the way a, it's in it's so Tampa. weird
1: it's like they want to Ladies, it's just me and Chantel. We do not have a staff and the FBI behind us. No. It's just me and Chantel. It's still a small business. Stop coming to us with your rumors and drama with no receipts, thinking that we're just going to come gallivanting in our horse and slay today. No. No. Like you it's can't, you can't, us. It's you like can't be, us shit and they're like, oh no, don't use my name or, oh no, don't, don't mention me. Then why are you coming to us with gossip and bullshit if we can't even
2: confront the situation? Like, just stop. Like the frustrating part for me is that, you know, of course we want to help. But you can't come to us without any receipts and think that we're just going to vilify people. I know and, that, and I, just because you have receipts doesn't mean we're going to go jumping into drama. It's n- that as well. No. And, you know, it's like I I know that I you know my rants are infamous or whatever, but just because like. Like you come to me, I am not just gonna automatically go rant on something. Like exactly, like, especially when we don't have any knowledge about the like topic. Kendall. Like Kendall was a good example, right? Everybody knows the Kendall situation. She was accused of of stealing client, from clients, deposits. but she, but we did not mention anything about that until she actually admitted it herself, and then. We and we still didn't touch it until, until uh Mr. until our uh, client was there telling us, right? Yeah, and then we touched on it briefly, briefly but we don't do we're drama. not trying to just like go and ruin. I mean, sometimes things happen and things are misunderstanding, and we're not in the business of completely ruining somebody's reputation when it could all be a misunderstanding. It's just like, it's just like, you know, in the, when, when they do like the prostitution stings, right? How, mm-hmm. like, I love to use Polk County as an example, how they love to parade all the people they arrested in front of the camera, but nobody mm-hmm. ever follows up with what happened after the drama. A lot of those charges got dropped. A lot of people's lives are just instantly ruined because they were arrested, but no actual formal charges were filed. They had no evidence. So we're not in the business of ruining somebody's life when we don't have any concrete evidence.
1: We're not your judge and jury. And reputation aside, I seriously do not give a shit. Like, just because you had an issue with somebody doesn't mean I'm supposed to put myself in that shit. Do you get it? It's like, it's not like they're coming to us with full stories. They're just coming to us with their side, expecting us to believe them. And do what? Call them out?
2: Arrest them? I like I, I, have, trial? I have like, no, the, I have no idea. And we're not mean girls. We're not trying I mean, to be one, mean girls. One lady was like, oh my God,
1: I can't believe you, you guys interviewed that person. I used to be a fan. I'm not anymore. Bitch seriously i mean you know that's fine if we do this show for free free. we're just trying to help the industry and change it so people can see it in a different light you guys are not helping with the fucking drama every five fucking minutes i'm tired it is exhausting it really is exhausting and then fine let's say you want to do drama please don't bring it to us it is so exhausting I'm telling you right now, the next person that comes in my DM with some rumor and gossip bullshit, I will go the fuck off. And you guys know
2: I don't go off, but this is really starting to piss me off. And if you do come to us with something, please have receipts. Don't just say, go to Chantel well, because I will go off on you. I don't, I'm not saying that we are even going to speak on it, but you can't come to us and say, hey, there's a problem in the community, I have receipts, but you're not willing to give us the receipts. They don't even say it's a problem in the community. It's always a personal well, vendetta. Well, whether it's a personal vendetta, whatever it is, if you come to us with a problem, don't tell us that you have receipts, but you're not willing to supply the receipts. If or you're not, you don't want us if, to divulge if your you're information. Not gonna, like, if you're not going to supply the receipts, ugh. don't come to us. If you have a group of, don't come to a me group period. of ladies that have a problem as well and they have receipts, but none of them are willing to come to us. We're not about to go chase down women just because you were like, oh, well, let me see if this person is okay. I don't. We are doing this for free. We are not journalists. We did. Neither exactly. one of us went to school for media or anything. We're so not stop, getting paid stop, for at, this. First of all, stop acting like we are like CNN journalists or something. We're not. Exactly. We're just two girls who had a vision to do a podcast to help the community. That's it. Exactly. But if you, we're, So we're not so. about to go chase down sources. You get this is what you should do if you want us to discuss the situation on the show gather your receipts number one receipts that you're willing to show gather the receipts gather whoever you're going to mention to us let them know that hey we really want to talk about this are you guys willing to come forward everybody knows that we keep everybody's information confidential and if you give us anything unless you're trifling it's going to be confidential Mm. If it has anything that if it doesn't have anything to do with us, if it has something to do personally with us, all bets are off. But Mm. if it doesn't have anything to do with us, we keep everybody's information confidential. And if there's anything in your receipts that might identify who you are, we also are not going to mention that. So don't do this whole, oh, don't share my name. We don't share people's name to start drama. Why would we do that? We have no desire to hurt. My thing thing is, if you're coming here making bold face accusations
1: about somebody and what they did to you, how the fuck are you going to stay out of it is what I would like to know. It's kind of like the ladies that came out against Bill Cosby. If they didn't have if they didn't come out like physically, he he will still be walking free. Like, if they didn't go embarrass themselves in public, because you know that was just crazy, because they're like, oh, this is from years ago. If they didn't actually come out, their stories would not be credible. So please, the minute you start thinking, hey, this is something I might want to share with the show, don't. Unless it's something that's life or death, and even then, you should probably call the police. I just... Because there's nothing we can do for you, aside from shedding light on it, like with the whole photographer situation... That was something that we could actually handle. Yeah. And, you know, and warn other girls to tread with caution. But w- there's nothing we can physically do for you. So stop coming to us with rumors, hoping this is going to become that kind of a gossip rumor show, because it's not. At the end of the day, this is an educational podcast. We're here to band the community together and, you know, network and find ways to make our business grow and be successful. That's why we started this podcast, and I already not
2: so we can uh, do gossip columns. And,
1: that's not what we're. I about. already, so I stop. already
2: know that some people are gonna take this like so personal. This they always do this this, this isn't this isn't even one person. So if you think I'm speaking about it's you, personally, a lot of people. It's do you not know how much so gossip much.
0: people bring
1: to us on a daily basis. So much. from all platforms, all platforms, email, our our website, Instagram, form, the DMs on Twitter. <laughs> Instagram DMs like seriously I can't even open up my social media to do my actual marketing without somebody coming to me with some bullshit story with zero receipts I mean it's kind of like saying oh Chantel called me a slut uh, okay what do you what do you want me to do about that like did that ruin your life in any way no uh, do you have any documentation of her calling you a slut no so and oh and please please don't tell Chantel I said this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right like what and i will also oh. i also want to just touch on the fact um you know people who disapprove of whenever we are interviewing somebody that's a fucking personal problem okay you, it's always just be- just problem. because we interview somebody one doesn't mean that we endorse or condone every single thing that they do it doesn't mean that we are aligning ourselves or in business with them We're literally just interviewing them to get their side of the story or to shed light. No, and also to get their knowledge. And knowledge
1: about To get their knowledge about things because we're trying to educate ourselves too as well as the community. You know, a lot of these people that I've brought on the show... It's kind of personal. Like I'm being selfish too because I want to learn about SEO Yeah. And I wanna learn about how the law works. So why not interview them on the show? I learn, you learn, we, we all, all learn. learn.
2: So I mean no it drama. doesn't it doesn't mean like I mean, oh my God, the amount of like DMs. It's like, you know, people I'm are tattling on it. people that we've I'm interviewed. Over and it. I'm like, I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? You had a bad experience with this person, and it isn't even just one person. It has been several people we've interviewed. Somebody has come back to tell me they have a problem with this person. Okay, that's fine. You may have had a problem, but other people can still learn useful information. Even, exactly. Even with like uh, the freestyling episode, a lot of people didn't like a lot of things that she said. That's fine. I thought that a was lot a of very... people
1: didn't like her period,
2: and that's fine. Like, but I thought,
1: I mean, some girl accused us of, you know, lowering the the standard of the show or some shit. Yeah, or whatever. Like a lot of people didn't like her period, but she's the only one. That was on Twitter publicly showing how she went out freestyling. So we thought we would get a different perspective.
2: Listen, even, I mean, even after the interview, uh, there were a few things that she said where I was like, uh, I don't know if I want that in there. But guess what? I left it in there. Why? Yeah. Because and I, I was like, we're not going to censor her. We're not, like, we're we're not gonna... censoring people. And also, sometimes just because you don't agree with somebody doesn't mean that you can't learn from it. A lot Exactly. Of, a lot of Sometimes you that... learn what not to do. Exactly. A people. lot of things that I have learned in my life is learning from people that I don't like, that I don't respect. And I'm like, that's exactly what I don't want to be. So just exactly. because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that you can't learn from something. So stop with all this drama. And, then, and if hate. it bothers
1: you that much, just don't. Listen. You could
2: also not listen, and guess what? I'm still you gonna could,
1: fucking sleep could, at
3: night. Yeah,
1: you could literally just not listen to the show. Like, it's as simple as that.
2: We do this for free. For free, people. For free. Like, stop I, don't with the fucking what you're, I don't know fucking entitlements. I don't know with the fucking ungrateful
1: us. nonsense because. We do this for free. And you know, and another thing I'm going to tell you guys right now. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to tell you right now. Chantel has booked a few dates off this show. I haven't booked one date. (laughs) I mean, luckily I'm still good, but it's not like, oh, we started the show so we could like, you know, meet all these clients. No, I literally started the show with us in mind, not the clients.
2: Yes. And that, and that's another like big misconception that people have. Ugh. We, we always ask this for like our interview when we do interviews, but we've never answered this question about like us or the show. But one of the misconceptions that people have about this show is one that we're making all sorts of money that it's not happening. We don't get paid and we have to pay for all of this stuff ourselves. Which is why
1: we ask for donations. And shout out to the Patreon uh, subscribers. Appreciate you. Yes,
2: thank you. And two, we're not getting – it's not like I'm getting, like, my email, my inbox is just filled with all these guys just requesting all these dates. I've had a few dates from the show, yes, but it's not what you guys think it is. So can you stop with that? And another thing, uh, we do the best that we can to, you know, to research people And, you know, before we have them on to make sure that, you know, they're legit in what they say, but we don't have like some budget where we can spend a private time,
1: private detective to go, you know, following them and seeing what they're up to. No, I do my research based on what they're about to
2: talk about. If somebody said something on social media seven months ago that you didn't like Don't blame us because we didn't see it. I don't have, like, we vet them as much as we possibly can in the context of the show that we're interviewing them for. In in the context of what we're putting out there. Like, it's not our job to go
1: dig back into their childhood and, and who they cursed out when they were 10 and who they stole from when they were 12 or whatever. That's not our job.
2: Nobody's We're, saying that they're saints in Mother Teresa. We're just like, hey, nobody we, is perfect, by the we, way. All, we all saw you
1: judgmental motherfuckers, all you th- people pointing fingers. No one is perfect. You're not perfect either. But you just love to go around pointing fingers at people and saying that they're, you know, whatever. Nobody is perfect. Remember that. Start with the stop with the damn judgmental nonsense because it's glass
2: glass houses, people. Glass houses. Okay. Exactly.
1: Like we're supposed to be banding together, not fucking causing ruckus within our community. And this is
2: why. This is why we can't get shit passed. Because we are too busy fighting with each other. Why? Why are we fighting with each other? Because you don't like that somebody used this term instead of this term? Get the fuck over it. We're all just trying to survive. We're all trying what. What a lot of us are trying to do is try something different. We have been doing the same thing with the same marches and the same fucking Mm -hmm. protests for how long? And we still haven't gotten any further with rights for sex workers. So why don't we try something different? You may not like it. A lot of people don't like change. But guess what? Change has to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. You never know what will work. We have to try different things. Right now, FOS is being passed. It's not being repealed. And guess what? We're all still out there saying, oh, we're sex workers. And you can't slut shame us. And we're marching in the streets naked and shit. Like, come on, guys. Stop it. No, all this hierarchy bullshit, elitist, blah, blah. Find new words, cause I'm over it. Don't come to me with the shit. I'm over it.
1: Don't come for us unless we send for you.
2: And I'm not sending for you because I have other shit to do. Exactly. We got we got money to make. We
1: got businesses to plan. We don't have time for your nonsense. Anyways, let's move on.
2: Yes, I'm already moving o- on. I'm already over talking about this. Um, what's in the news?
0: But first, a word from our sponsor.
2: We would like to introduce one of our new diamond sponsors, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. Companion Tax is a leading provider of
1: professional tax, accounting, and business services designed for the unique business needs of Companions.
2: They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. If you want a concise overview of the issues that companions face in
1: making sure their businesses are set up and managed correctly and a good overview of tax issues,
2: take a listen to Episode 7 where we interviewed the owner, Mary Lee. Companion Tax is now accepting new clients. Click on the banner we have on our website for additional information and how to set up an initial consultation or visit CompanionTax.com. This is from NBC News.
1: October 16, 2018, famed Nevada brothel owner Dennis Hoff found dead at Love Ranch. On Tuesday, October 16, famed brothel owner turned politician Dennis Hoff died in Nevada, officials said. The 72-year-old Hoff, who was running for a state assembly seat, was found dead at the Love Ranch in Crystal, Nevada, according to the uh, Nye County Sheriff Department. Preliminary, there is no indication of foul play. Hmm, I don't know about that. I'd like to defer. Nye County Sheriff Lieutenant David Burwitz said, it's with a heavy heart that I share this. Another pirate king has fallen. Hoff's lawyer, Mark J. Randaza, said in a statement, rest in slack, Dennis Hoff. I'm proud to have called you a client and a friend. Everyone who dies from this day forward will have a hell of a lot more fun on the other side. Is he trying to say that he's going to go start a party in I'm guessing hell? (laughs) Uh, hey (laughs) okay Uh, oh geez um adult film star ron jeremy who was said to have been at the birthday celebration with hoff on monday tweeted that he was the one that found uh hoff dead today i lost one of my best friends i am the one who found him every year we spent the weekend together for his birthday he said this was the best year ever i will miss him every day jeremy said rest in peace daddy d Jeremy told NBC News Tuesday evening in a phone interview, it was a great day. A lot of political people were there. He said it was the best night of our lives. He said when Hoff didn't wake up for a planned event, he knew something was wrong. I said, something's wrong here. Dennis is very responsible, Jeremy said. I see that he's just not moving. He said, and another woman tried. Uh, another woman tried to revive him. His body felt cold, just cold. Jeremy said. He said that he ran into the office and 911 was called. His Democratic opponent, uh, Lisa Romanov, told the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Review Journal, "I'm stunned. This is not the turn I would have expected. My heart goes out to those who care about him. Just a crazy turn of events. Wow. All I can say is, well. Wow. Hoff's name will remain on the November ballot, according to the Secretary of State spokeswoman jennifer russell if hoff wins then county commissioners would need to appoint a republican to take that seat until the next election in two years russell added i'm just confused and stunned his campaign manager chuck muth told the review journal hoff's birthday was on the sunday before and he threw himself a party and campaign rally with guests including jeremy and former maricopa county arizona sheriff joe apario or Apayo." whatever the review journal reported Ar- Arpaio said he left the party at about 10 p.m. on Monday and Hoff appeared to be well and in good spirits Mark Risman Hoff's friend and attorney who was at the party told NBC affiliate that Hoff was animated he looked well he adopted a dog that night okay uh, Jeremy said when at the love ranch Hoff was in such a good mood very bizarre and heartbreaking because he was so happy Jeremy said so all of this makes
2: me think he got got. Yeah, I, I just didn't, when I heard the news, I just didn't feel good about it. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I feel just like, feel great. like the something one shady that's in the
1: industry was got, he won, he already won uh, his primary. And then I guess people saw that he, he wasn't gonna lose and you know. I feel like,
2: like, I yeah, I just, I, yeah, I feel like just, it, just, it sounds shady. a little strange that he was
1: all happy and well, and all of a sudden he did. They say it was his diet, um, you know, whatever. But, I mean, I don't think you just don't wake up. I mean, I guess it could
2: happen, but come on. I mean, it can happen. I just. Don't think it happened in this situation. Like, I don't know. I I, I
1: smell foul play. I feel
2: like there was an undercover CIA agent at the party that infiltrated Mm. his inner circle. Mm. I don't know that. Listen, I love a good conspiracy theory. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Yeah, I watch many movies. I, oh, yeah. I love a good conspiracy theory. If anybody else has any, let me know so we can D- talk don't, about it together.
1: Don't don't, <laughs> don't include me in any of no, that. No, don't Please include email me. Email her privately. Just, just me because
2: I love a good conspiracy theory yeah. and thinking of all kinds of wacky things that could happen.
3: Uh, but mm. I, do,
2: I do feel so sorry for the ladies um, that work at, um, at any of his brothels. I know that he you know, considered all the ladies like family and stuff, and it must be a really difficult time, time for them. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people tweeting on
1: uh, Twitter, saying, you know, that he was very, he was a good person to them, the people that worked at the the ranch.
2: Yeah,
1: a a lot of them were very sad. Of
2: course, there were also people that you know, we're happy that he was dead. But, well, of you course know, you have those people. Not but... not
1: my circus, not my monkey. Nope. Anywho. Not, nope. <laughs> femme fatale. And now, here's, here's your femme fatale
0: of the week. week.
2: So due to the haters reporting our show, we have had to change the structure of how we showcase our femme fatales so that we can remain compliant. We will now only be giving their social media pages. So, ladies, if you want to be femme fatale, make sure you have a social media or else you will not be able to be a femme fatale. And on that note, our femme fatale this week is Philadelphia-based Jasmine Pravina. Yes. Yes. She was at our brunch. Yes, she was. She is a little spitfire. You can follow her on Twitter. Um, she got interviewed too, right? She was interviewed. Yep. yep. Um, so listen to her. So you can listen 31. to her ep- her uh, her interview on episode thirty one, and which I love that episode because we had so many different women on there, and it was I like know. a really that good way, amazing. a really good amazing. way to learn more about each and every one of them that were on that episode. <laughs> um, but you can follow her Twitter at Jasmine is a riot, which I remember. <laughs> I remember in the episode. Sing. Wait, I was...
1: So so you're just not going to spell it?
2: Yeah, I am. But uh, I remember in that episode, though, I was drunk and I just kept saying, Jasmine is a riot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was too busy partying, so I don't remember any of this.
2: Oh, I love it, though. I love her. She's a good creative <laughs> Twitter handle. So you spell Jasmine uh, as normal. J-A-S-M-I-N-E. Like the rice. Like the rice or Princess Jasmine. Um and is a riot I S A R I O T. So follow, follow her. her and you know
1: date idea. Ding ding ding. Okay, obviously we're going to Taj Mahal. Of one course. Of the, one of the seven wonders of the world. So a lovely gentleman can fly out, Miss Jasmine, myself and Chantel to the Taj Mahal. To enjoy that, enjoy the culture, eat some food, have eat, pray, love moments. It'll be fabulous. Fun fact, the Taj Mahal, meaning crown of the palace, is an ivory-white marble moloseum in the south bank of Yamuna Riva in the Indian city of Agra. It was commissioned in 1632 by the Mughal emperor Shah Jahan, who reigned from 1628 to 1658, to house the tomb of his favorite wife, Mumtaz Mahal. The tomb is the centerpiece of a 17 hectare, which means 40, 42 acres complex, which includes a mosque, a guest house, and is set in the former ga- uh, gardens bounded on three sides by a crenellated wall. So he gifted his favorite wife this, this seventh, one of the seven wonders of the world. Like, guys.
2: Guys, you need to step your game up.
1: Guys, I, she was already dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't, he didn't have to do anything when she was dead.
2: Yeah, but I'm gonna he, I'm gonna need guys. He, he in my basically life to gifted her
1: this land and this, you know, monumental thing in the world because it's one of the seven wonders. So, guys, when a girl is like, you know, dinner date, stop tripping, because
2: yeah, really, did, did you get did you give her the Taj Mahal or not? Yeah, dinner date. To, <laughs> I mean, come on, guys, it's a dinner date. It's not that serious.
1: Uh, anywho, fan questions, feedback. But
2: first, a
0: word from our sponsor.
2: Okay, guys, we've been getting a ton of emails from you asking us to start a private directory, and we listened. Introducing The Sexy Escort Guide's Little Black Book of Introductions. In light of all the chaos post-FOSTA, we decided to go back to the old school ways of dating and take everything offline.
1: So, gentlemen, you may email, text, or message us via our contact form on our website, thesexyescortguide.com. And let us know of your travel plans or if you're looking for someone local, and we will connect you to a reputable companion. Ladies, if you would like to get on the companion list, you may also email, text, or contact us via our contact form. Everyone on our list will be thoroughly screened for safety and discretion. The best part of all of this, it's completely free.
2: Our phone number is 657-464-4675. You can text us your details.
1: And our email address is info at thesexiescordguide.com.
2: We We look forward forward to to introducing you to your your next match. match.
1: Uh, This is from our contact form. What tips would you give to a newbie who wants to stay off the review sites? Is it realistic to gain clients without an official website? I'd like it to be based in a country where uh, sex work is legal so I don't run into any problems later on, which is why I've been waiting. I've had a few clients from freestyling in person and through dating sites like Tinder, but I really want to avoid the crudeness of the review sites because I've only been doing this off and on for a year, but I literally hate hobbyists um
0: first of all <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. Where, where, do, where do you live review sites are left please like unless she's somewhere else in uh outside america there are no more review sites so you're good uh is it realistic to gain clients without an official website probably but i don't recommend it because you want to be able to drive clients directly to you that's the whole point of seo and you know marketing and all that good stuff at the end of the day the goal is to have people find you when they do the search Mm -hmm. how they gonna find you without a website you can't keep going on other people's stuff you have to create your own uh i'd like it to be based in a country where sex well that doesn't matter we already discussed this on episode nine with the lawyer and on other episodes, it doesn't matter where you host your website. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is messing up your CEO and people won't be able to find you SEO. When
2: they SEO. I've
1: been thinking CEO. This whole time. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's thinking about boss moves. Ah, uh, Yeah. I'm thinking about being this. Anywho, CEO. That's so funny. Um, and then she says she had a few clients from Freestyle in person. So that's good. Looks like you're already, you know, heading that forefront. Uh, Tinder. I've actually made money off Tinder. Uh, I want to re- avoid the crudeness review sites. You don't have to worry about that. There is nothing now.
2: Well, I think the, there... site who,
1: the site who will never be mentioned is down and all the other
2: websites. Don't I, really no, count. I think I think they are they still down in just like America? Because I thought well... you could access it if you had a VPN.
1: You could, but all the uh, girls based here, all their stuff is down. Oh, okay. remember? They, remember, that's why they were panicking and they're like, oh, that's why I copied all of mine and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Yeah. The, the US girls, their websites are down. All the other websites don't really matter. I can't tell you how lost clients are right now. Ladies, this is your time to shine. Let them know you exist because yes. clients have no idea now. They're freaking out, they don't know where to find girls. You know, I mean, I, even, even one of my own clients is having issues. When yes, he doesn't live. He's based somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So so it's not like he can see me all the time. And he's having issues with, you know, reliable girls. This is your time to
2: shine, ladies. especially with, um, you know, with arrows acting a hot mess. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of girls are having a hard time just to get their ads approved. So I challenge every lady out there listening. Use your email list. Get your top five places of where you can find a companion, which I would say, um, you know, Twitter, Instagram Twitter is definitely number one. I Twitter mean, Twitter's number tw- one. Twitter apparently works, but I still haven't figured that one. out. I mean, sure. Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. And then, you know, definitely Instagram and then add like two of like the top um of the top ad sites in your area and yeah. send it out to your mailing list. If every single girl send it out to their mailing list, then the clients would not be so confused because a lot of them just like, okay, back page went down. I mean, come on. no, And then when you actually meet these guys in person, let them know,
1: hey, I'm happy to give you a reference. Yes. Because a lot of guys are scared too that girls will get mad if they see somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like all my clients know that, you know, I'm giving references, you know, if I like you, but I like all all my clients, but yeah, all my clients know that. So it's not like, they'll literally email me and say, Hey, do you know anybody in this town? And I send over that referral. Yep. That's this, I mean, ladies, this is, this is going to have to be a referral based business. This is another reason why we started the little black book. So make sure you guys get on there because it's going to be so perfect when a guy emails the show and says, Hey, uh, I'm gonna be here. Do you have any ladies there?
2: Boom. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so no, make sure you get our get on our, our in our little black. Box. And no offense to the ladies, but or, not to ladies to the guys. Uh, but the guys are quite lazy. Let's just be honest, okay? They're lazy. They are lazy. If they can't just click, click, boom. And get the answer. I mean, you, I mean, the ladies even know this just be like, just by the way guys email us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't, if they don't see your rates listed as soon as your your website loads, they email you, where are your rates and it's like, okay, it's on my website. And it's like, Oh, I don't have time for a treasure hunt. Okay, that's great and all. So Bye. So we so to make it easier for the clients, because they're not out there actually on Google searching, they're not Googling Tampa escorts or Miami escorts. They are actually some of them are but a lot but the majority of them are not so a lot of them when but when back page went down and the and uh, the site that will never be mentioned, when that went down, they all became lost and confused. And then they just like gave up. So I think Ah if- uh, they didn't give up as of- long
1: as their penises still work.
2: <laughs> no, a lot a lot of them a lot of them. They did. will forever be horny. I'm not There's saying n- that they're I'm not fine, saying that temporarily. they're temporarily, temporarily they've given up. They well, up. Okay, but who is that temporarily hurting? That's hurting us because if they're not booking us, we're not paying our bills. So I'm saying to end this temporary shortage, Everybody send out your email list to let the guys know where to go to find ladies and make sure they're also Googling too. But I think that is a good suggestion so that all the guys know and they can spread it amongst each other or whatever forums that they're now secretly using to talk shit about us. <laughs> Who cares? We don't know
1: what exists. We
2: don't know, but I'm just saying if you send out an email or an email to your mailing list, that will help guys find you. As simple as that. I mean, apparently people didn't even know that I was still in Tampa because I had trouble getting my ad put back on Arrows. And I'm sitting here in Tampa and they're like, oh, I was just in Tampa and I didn't even know you were there.
1: So- oh, speaking of, um, ladies, we already know that it, the process to put up an ad on Arrows is a little longer now. Instead of bitching and complaining about it on Twitter, which, you know, sounds fun and alls, why not just start way in advance and just jump through the hoops? Because you know they're still on the top search. So if you know you're gonna go tour somewhere, don't try to put up an ad a week before. Yeah. Give yourself six weeks because it might take you two weeks or three weeks for
2: it to get finally approved. No, don't don't based on their don't system. don't do six weeks. I would do maybe three or four weeks because I try to set my ad to. Uh, not uh, appear until like a certain date. Cause they had that feature that didn't mm-hmm. fucking work. And so then my ad aired before I wanted it to. And then when I tried to yeah, renew but it, I feel, I feel it like wouldn't. six weeks is, is
1: uh, why wouldn't it?
2: Because they wouldn't approve it when I tried to renew it. That was the problem. So what the hell they approved it and then they changed something. And so because they changed something, when I went to renew it in the middle of my tour in August, I was in L.A. and could not renew my arrows ad. I was like, are oh you my. fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. So be careful with how far in advance Just, because you don't well, want to do it too far in advance five, either. Five, five weeks to be safe.
1: Because I, mean, because, I mean, who are they approving quickly? For me personally, I haven't really had much issues. I mean, they'll tell me, hey, go change this or go change that. But what I do is I actually emailed them via their website and ask specific questions. I'm like, yeah, I got this email saying something was up, but I I don't really know what the fuck you're talking about. So I'm going to need you to point me to the direction. And then somebody will write back blah, 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 blah in like their shorthand term. So you guys have to stay on it. Don't just give up because it's tough. You know, nobody said it was going to be easy, but this is, this is one of the platforms that's still bringing you consistent clients. So why would you just give up altogether? It doesn't I, make it, any sense to me.
2: Unless depend on Eric go kiss my
0: ass.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually they're, they're going to be obsolete. But in the meantime, especially for the girls who are complaining about things being slow, you need to do what you have to do to get yourself visible. You know, but anywho.
2: Next question. So next question from our website. It's an escort etiquette question. Hello, ladies. I'm reasonably new to seeing companions, only a couple of years and only a handful of dates with three different ladies. I've seen a new lady a couple of times and want to know how to handle a situation that has come up. I feel like I don't get the time that I pay for and wanted to get your opinions on on the subject. The first time I saw her, there was a major accident that caused a big traffic jam, and she was over an hour late to our date. We had scheduled three hours meeting at a restaurant for dinner and then going to my hotel after. I understand her lateness and and didn't make a big deal of it. These things happen. We enjoyed dinner, drinks, and conversation and went back to the hotel. In the room, we made ourselves comfortable and she said she needed to pay a bill really quick. She was on her phone, I think paying multiple bills for what felt like a long time as I just sat and waited. I figured she must have really needed the money I paid her and she waited for my payment before she knew she could move some money around and pay her bills. Once she finished once she Once she finished that, she was then a pleasure again. Everything was good, and I enjoyed our intimate time together. After we finished, she said she had enjoyed our time and started to get her things together now I 'm not a clock watcher who is out to get every second out of a girl, but I still had at least left of our time. I suggested that we get in the jacuzzi and relax a little t- a little together. She agreed, and we got got the tub filled and got in. We chatted for a few, but then she said she had to get going and said her goodbyes and left. I'm sure she left around a half, half an hour early. She had mentioned that she had a son, and I figured her being late to our date affected when she needed to leave. I didn't mention it to her that she had left early. Overall, I had enjoyed the date, so I decided to give her a second chance. For our second date, I scheduled another three hours and drove an hour to be closer to home to make it easier on her. This was a daytime meeting and we met a di- at a different restaurant for lunch. When we finished eating, she said she was going to go to her bank that was close by. She wanted to deposit the cash I had given her. Once she ran her errand and came up to my room, she wanted to tell me a story of another client that had ripped her off and not paid her. I let her vent and tried to joke that she was with a good client now that pays up front as I always do everything else was enjoyable after that so ladies how do you feel about an escort running errands and doing other personal things during the date her when she is present with me should i say something to her about her behavior and how should i handle that i thought about just not seeing her again but then she won't get better and lose more clients and she seems to really need the money If I'm in the wrong here, I would love to know what I should have done differently as well. Looking forward to hearing from you. So I actually replied to this one and what I said to him, um, hello, I'm sorry to hear about the experience that you've had with your date. It is, in my opinion, this is not how a companion should behave at all. When a client pays for our time, then our time should be spent with the client, not paying bills and running errands. I'm not familiar with this particular provider because he did provide her website to us, uh, but I can only assume that she may be struggling and causing this behavior. Either way, this sort of behavior is completely unprofessional. From the date that you described, I do not think you are wrong for your feelings. You have two options. You can respectfully address your concerns. Let her know that you enjoy your time together, your, your time with her, but will not be able to continue seeing her if the behavior continues, or you just move on to a different companion with no further contact. If you really do like her, then I'd encourage speaking with her or sending an email. So that was my suggestion to him. Um, Vivian, what do you think? Uh ladies. Don't do this. It's so unprofessional. <laughs> I, mean, I was cringing. As we, I was reading we, we pretty
1: much sit here and say how people are paying us for our time. Yet you're spending the time paying bills and and doing all this stuff. She's clearly very beautiful. And he's clearly really into her. Otherwise, you yeah. never would have seen her again. So you're lucky. But your looks will only get you so far. Exactly.
2: You can be the I most mean, beautiful girl in the world, but if you have to do it's not gonna work
1: first time first and second time clients because I guess they'll give you another try
2: or whatever, but mm-hmm.
1: and then you're giving everybody else a bad name. Pay your bills on your own time. Is
2: it that serious? You you couldn't do your session for the three hours and then pay your bills after? I can guarantee right. you that whatever bill that needed to be paid could have been paid at the end of it. If it was already she, late, it's already. She could have
1: waited, and then you know, ending the session earlier. Come on.
2: I mean, come on. That one, okay. That one, I I kind of somewhat An understood hour early though. An well, hour I under, early. well I understood it if she was late and she had a time constraint because of that lateness. But yeah, at the but same that's time. That is on her. So at the same time, if you are late because of you know, sometimes traffic does happen that is out of our control. I know that yeah, I Yeah, but how late did he say she was? She was about an hour late, which I know That's that too I, that's too fucking late. I get I get that part, but she still showed up. He still wanted the I date, don't that give was a fuck. Fine. No,
1: no, 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 no. We're not gonna sit here and excuse bad behavior. So everybody must, that knows listen, me okay. knows that. Lateness is one of my pet peeves. Okay, that's like, fine. Listen, Vivian. Let me state I, my
2: case. You said your case. Can I say mine? Well, you didn't let me finish, though.
1: You said, Vivian, what are your thoughts? And then I started talking, and then you cut me off. Remember?
2: But Remember? she. But you're saying that she was late. Obviously, he didn't mind her being late because he told her to continue on. And I'm saying it shouldn't be done regardless. Okay, just but, but guy, things happen. Because, but let, let me finish
1: my thought, and then you can you can interject. Just because the guy is cool with it or whatever, it doesn't mean you should do it. If they, if you're supposed to be somewhere on time, fine, five minutes late, traffic, but one hour late, that's a no no. I don't I don't care what happened. I mean, if it was an emergency, then you need to reschedule that date because it doesn't make any sense for you to show up an hour late. That is just that's not acceptable in my book. Maybe in other people's book, that's acceptable, but it's not acceptable. And this guy, as far as my advice to you, You need to just be upfront and let her know that you're not cool with the behavior. Hopefully she changes. If not, then it's your choice. Do you still want to see somebody that makes you wait for hours while she pays bills or whatever? Or do you want to see another person that gives you all the time you need and focuses her attention on you while you're together? It's on you. But I don't approve.
2: Get ahead. I don't approve either. But my point was, is that sometimes shit happens. I have been stuck on the Howard Franklin Bridge going into Tampa before and where there was a fatality accident. When you're stuck on a bridge, there is nowhere for you to go. So She wasn't there, stuck on a bridge. I don't know where she was. I'm not saying that she had an excuse. But he said that he didn't make a big deal of it. My point was is if that you're an hour late and he was okay with it, but you still had time constraints, then that is your problem and you should have told him, hey – I still have to leave by this time. So I'm only going to collect two hours of my rate instead of the full three hours. That's where I think she fucked up because he was still generous enough to be like, I understand traffic is bad shit happens, but you still need to. Be a professional and say, I'm not going to charge this guy for three hours and try to, to ditch out an hour early because, you know, I have a babysitter or my kid or whatever. So I think she fucked up majorly on that part. But things she do fucked happen. up all around. Think, things do like from, happen. From, from from the minute the date
1: started, it was already fucked up. She showed up late. Then she decided to pay bills for however long.
2: Then she tried to leave early. Like, come on. Well, like, like I All said, that in one day, come on, like I said to him, he, you know, if he really likes her that much, talk to her about it. But he, you know, just move on to so somebody day, who's more professional yeah. at the end of the day. It's your choice.
1: If, if you feel like going through that behavior, maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he wants to be ignored. That is a thing. And in, in BDSM,
2: it is, it is, you know, so
1: maybe that's your fetish and you don't even know it yet because you went to go see her again. So it's up to you. It's your call. You don't have to see her again. If it was me personally, I would have actually just rescheduled the date because an hour late. Nah,
2: ladies mm-hmm. do not act like this. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I. It's best always if you're running late, if you're stuck in traffic communication, if he is a, if he's flexible on the time, that's fine. But. Communicate, don't just show up an hour late. You have to communicate. I mean,
1: I know women that lateness is just a part of their thing. That that's an just an hour, who they are. an hour late. Yes, I, I have this specific friend who I'm not gonna uh, call out because you know, love you, boo. But because she was always an hour late, I literally told her an hour early, and she was still five minutes late, but five minutes I can do. An hour? Nah. And then I told her that she was like, "Oh my god, I can't." I was like, "Yeah, I had to because for some reason you don't know what untie means." Like all my friends know. Uh-uh, I don't. I don't do that. And like that. you're I'm not gonna hurt. have me sitting somewhere forever. Now, we actually ate. Like it was a group of girls, but we ate without her the first time it happened. But then the second time, and then she was all like, oh, you guys ain't without me. Nobody is waiting for you for an hour, bitch. No.
2: Well, if you have a habit of being an hour late to every date, you need to get your shit together. There are some people that are just habitually late. That's just,
1: they don't know how to do it. Like, so you have to either tell them an earlier time, but they just need to get, just get your shit. This is your money.
2: That's ridiculous. This is
1: another reason why I say you need to treat this like a business. Do you really think in any other profession except for doctors. sometimes They might might have you waiting for a minute. And, you know, if you're sick, you have nowhere to go, right? But in any other profession, do you really think people would just sit and wait
2: for an hour? Screw any other profession. Would you accept this behavior from a client? If a client client was an hour late, would you you be happy with that? Let's
1: reverse the roles. Yeah, how would you feel if a client did the same thing to you? If he tried to extend your time after he was late? Or after he decided to take a business phone call in the middle of your day? How would you how would you feel? No. So I said, su- I suggest you treat people the same way you want to be treated. This is why I have a ton of regulars because I treat my men like gold. When I'm with you, my attention is all on uh, you. Exactly. Phones are turned off. Everything's turned off. If I need to take a, a, a picture for marketing purposes, they're so happy to do it. But I always ask, hey, is this cool? Uh, I just need to take this for the gram. <laughs> and they're fine. Sometimes they'll get in it with me, you know? But just,
2: just ladies, come on. Yeah, do that's, it. it's totally unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. And Mm-mm. if anybody, and I'm just going to be honest, if anybody else asks us our advice on a situation like this, I'm just going to say, just find somebody else. Cause I, I'm not going to tolerate that. I mean, yeah, it's, you're it's paying your him. bills, you're running your errands. Like, come yeah. on. I mean, the I mean, this guy booked a three-hour date. Do you know how many exactly. girls like people? Ladies want these kind of long, you know, extended dates. Yeah. And here you to are. Treat these guys better. Yeah. Because they're
1: actually booking you for more time. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you should treat the one-hour guy less, but obviously because you're spending that much time together, you want to make that experience so magical
2: that he wants to see you again and again and again. Now, unless you had a, fan-ish, a fetish of watching you run your errands, that's different. But in this it, case, it, did, it, not, it now, did not
1: seem that it way. It was so. not that way
2: at all. So, ladies, just don't do it.
1: <laughs> don't do it. Anyways. <laughs> all
2: right. So, our guest today is Miss Imani, also known by her Twitter handle, Actual Black Mermaid. Yes, queen. She is an international dating coach who has had incredible success with her clients. She has taken ladies from homelessness to getting their homes and finances taken care of by their suitors. She's also helped single women get married, women having no dating options to plenty of dating options. She describes herself as a dating coach who specializes in helping people live their best life and get what they deserve. Hello, Imani. Welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, she finally blessed us with a present. Yes, Yes. I've been been following you on Twitter forever, (laughs) and I've... I mean, she's dropping yes. wisdoms
1: and gems uh, on you. Twitter and Instagram for yeah. free. <laughs> I know. But the funny thing is, I say all this shit all the time, and people think I'm a bitch. But it's
3: it's nice uh, to know that, you know, other people feel Well, welcome to the club. That's all they
2: call me all day long. So. <laughs> well, ladies, she's dropping all this knowledge for free. So if you're not following Please, her on Twitter, listen you to definitely her. need to listen. listen. She knows what
1: she's talking about. Yes. She knows her shit. <laughs> okay, you. so let's jump right in because I know we all got shit to do. So tell our listeners a little bit about your background, who you are, how you got
3: to where you are today, where'd you grow up, your childhood, education, yada, yada, yada,
1: and how you ended up as a dating okay, coach. Okay,
3: so uh, I'm originally from D.C., born and raised, and um, okay, I my background is... I went to school with our walls in D- DC, uh, which is like a mag- magnet school for like okay intelligent people, I guess. <laughs> <I> went- <laughs> oh, so she's saying she's smart, <laughs> right off the bat.
0: Oh,
3: <laughs> we are one yes. of the top schools, and uh, actually, a lot of my classmates that I graduated with, we are actually all doing really great things. You guys have probably seen them or heard about them because they've been they are everywhere. Uh which is crazy because okay. we were one of the worst classes graduate oh, wow. of that school and they were like, none of you guys are gonna be anything. So oh, <laughs> and wow. came, like <laughs> all so many of us are doing like really big things. So that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Um, but um I did not ever think that I was gonna be a dating coach. Okay. Like it was something that somebody actually came to me about on Twitter. And, um, it was, she came to me, she messaged me and she was like, you know, I always see everything that you are writing, everything. And she was like, I really want to come to you for your advice, but I'm not coming unless I can pay for it. And I was like, girl, no, you know, it's not that deep. Go ahead. You know, just tell me what it is. And she was like, no, you have, you really have to think about this. And I was like, okay. So I came back to her in a month and I set up. Uh, some a session thing where she could ask me some questions and I could tell her how to go about it and everything and from there I just kept developing a curriculum for people to follow that's awesome I kept growing every day every day I gotta keep updating and keep changing because I want everybody to be as successful as quickly as possible so
1: I like awesome. it. I mean, the, so ladies, listen. So when people are coming to you telling you you should get paid for something, listen. Because listen. <laughs> that's your yes. gift. Because a, pe- a lot of people walk through life not knowing what their gift is. So if somebody is telling you, you should probably get paid for this, that's yes. your
2: gift. Exactly, you. exactly.
3: But anyways, and continue. And I really, all of my background is really just for me living life. Like, I was, you know... Uh, In school, I had uh, this guy. They used to bother us uh, all the time, bother me and my best friend. uh, And he was following us around and everything. So we were like, you know what? If he's going to keep bothering us, he needs to pay us because we knew he had a lot of money. He was actually one of our classmates. So he had a lot of money. Okay. So we honestly became his friend. He paid for our prom. He paid for us to fly to California. Just all types of stuff. Nice. Then, um, from there, we would have some talks and stuff, and he said one thing that literally changed my life, and he doesn't even know how much it's changed my life today, but he was like, you know, y'all be messing with men because they cute, and not because they can take care of you, or got a future, or have any money on them, and
0: Uh, he uh, said that uh. to us when we were
3: like (laughs) 16 or 17, but it really changed my life, and- After that, I moved to California when I was about 18. I was involved in so much stuff, dating and meeting so many people. And um, also um, got a couple of jobs. And I feel like all of this stuff just into who I am today. Because if I didn't give myself that chance to get that experience and didn't like and commit it, like, really early, like, straight out of high school and committed to some guy that I was dating and was in a long relationship with him, I really wouldn't have had all of this wisdom and knowledge if I didn't give myself that chance to explore myself, explore other people, explore the world, you know? hmm so Nice. So that's really where my knowledge comes from. And, and people, like, hit me up, and they're like, so you, don't, you didn't go to college for this? You didn't do this? And I'm like, no, it's really all... Based off a of life experience, watching and
2: that's the it best. is life is the best teacher
3: yeah, mm-hmm. watching myself, watching my friends, watching women I worked with, like just knowing how to navigate different different areas and social circles is how I learned that's amazing okay, so, so
2: have you ever worked in any line of sex work? Yes, um actually, I really
3: was really intrigued, I was so. I love strippers. I love strippers. I love dancers. I was so pressed. So I was like, you know what? When I <laughs> when I moved to California, I was like, I want to become a stripper just because I, I love them and I want to be a part of it. I, so I had practice. I was working out every day. I um, learned all the dance moves or at least tried. The uh, only thing I could not master was the pole work because that takes so much strength. It
1: does. But, yeah. It does.
3: Yeah, and then <laughs> man, I tried to do a pole dancing Defying class. Gravity. They were like, "Oh yeah, you can't be over a certain weight." Uh, uh well, that's a lie. And I was like, "Oh really?" Uh, I no, was
2: uh, like, oh, really? according that's according to lie. all the the videos going around on Facebook, <laughs> that is a lie. That is a lie. You just you just need to be yes. strong. Uh, yeah, because she
3: was like, "Oh yeah, you can't be over a certain weight to take this class or whatever," and I was like, "Wow, okay." Mm. So I never got the Thing else I knew how to do that, so i I did that for a minute uh and it was fun I really loved it um uh, made a lot of money doing that, but it was mainly because I just wanted I wanted that experience so, so so you were a legit stripper,
1: yeah oh that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah that so, makes sense. I mean I have to say strippers know how to yes. finesse. they mm-hmm. they know how to because they're so used to reading men right in Mm -hmm. their face so they know yeah like I don't know like if you're if you're still uh feeling like doing it ladies you should probably strip for at least like a few months so that way you can get your wits about you
2: because it's Mm -hmm. really a training program I mean (laughs) I was thinking that maybe I should just be a stripper for a couple months (laughs) but uh my attitude isn't that great It's a training
1: program. It's the best training program because you will have real life experience of guys literally picking some other bitch. And you're like, wait, let Mm. let, let me fix this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was really, it was, it was fun. Like it was fun learning so much about that. It was like, it was just an experience that I really wanted to have in my life to be able to be like, look, I did that too. You know, I did Mm -hmm. so many different types of things. So I... I wanted to learn about that. And I definitely, I'm glad I did it because now I can work with strippers. I can't, I don't have to be like, oh yeah, I don't know anything about that. I can definitely show them like how to work and where to work because that really matters too. Mm-hmm. So, that really matters too. It
1: sure does. Okay. So what do you think is a misconception about women who capitalize on their relationships with men?
3: Um, I think the misconception is that the, uh, uh we're not supposed to (laughs) (laughs) um and that it's something there's a total difference between women who don't and women who do and they believe that the difference is that the women who don't are great women when in reality they're just not the smartest women because there's a way to capitalize whether you're just dating, mm-hmm. whether you are sugaring, or if your line of work is stripping, escorting, sex work. You can win all different types of ways, and there's no man that you owe any free time to. And that's always my message. Amen, don't owe any man free, free time. So those women who are not capitalizing are just really holding themselves back. So I think the misconception is that they believe women who don't
2: are good and women who do are bad oh yes amen amen i'm so so tired (laughs) of seeing it i know you i was actually just uh just looking at some of your tweets and you were uh talking about the word gold digger and i feel like that's something that uh people love to throw at us as like a derogatory term but call me a gold digger all you want i got i got gold baby um so what is one misconception people have about you Um, I think the misconception, (laughs) I
3: think the misconception is that because I joke a lot online that I'm not actually a professional and I don't work and my work is not professional. So um, there's a very strict curriculum that all of my ladies follow to be successful. All of the success stories you see are women who followed a very strict curriculum to go about things. And my work is serious. And just because people find it to be unethical or unethical way of getting what you want. Oh, it does please. not mean. Men are, uh, men
1: are the most unethical
3: <laughs> creatures on the face <laughs> of this planet. Exactly, They really are. And, <laughs> and they do. And it requires that. If men if men were ethical, then they there would be no such thing as dating. Exactly. Pages. There would be
2: there would <laughs> mm-hmm. be no books on how to get a man to act Exactly. The right way oh my ethical. God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean there's there's always Something. books on what ladies should do to get the man, yeah. but it's like it's always telling exactly. the women. What but it's to like do. really but somehow we're falling for the rhetoric. exactly. We've but really, exactly. it. it needs to be. To it needs man. to be a book on on men what you should do to not be a fucking asshole, and then you can have exactly. any woman that you want. But. I digress. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> or ho- how to get the women of your dreams the exactly. right way? Exactly, <laughs> all this exactly.
2: manipulation tactics that they use, and then, exactly. then they to, and they want they play D- and, and then they games like, and then they say
3: women yeah are drama, women women please. are drama <laughs> women
2: are manipulators and blah 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 they're gold right. diggers they only want you for your money it's like uh, mm-hmm. well yeah I do. they forget <laughs> they forget the other
1: part where they where they only want you for your beauty and what's between your legs but I digress <laughs> anywho. Um, <laughs> I know you said your friend was the one that told you, "Hey, you need to get paid for this." Is there any other reason why you decided to become a dating coach?
3: Um, no, really, that was really it. It just turned into, it really turned into something where uh, I could make something that will work for everybody. You know, it, I wasn't, I did not want to be a dating coach a year ago. Um, I was in a completely different place, mm-hmm. like. I was just, I was actually working this job where I was like, man, if only they gave me like 4,000 more a year, then I would be mm-hmm. happy. You know, I was just so comfortable with what I was doing in my life, working my little hourly position. And actually I was working in the hair industry. I had okay. nothing to do with dating. This all just happened like a whirlwind in a past oh wow. Okay. So, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. So, um. Are you a dating coach full time now?
3: Yes. Oh, okay.
1: So you know she's <laughs> <laughs> all day, every day. She's, if every she's day. her bills yes.
2: this way, you know she's exactly. Gonna, right, uh, right, so, right. so describe your ideal client to coach.
3: My ideal client to cl- coach is somebody who is confident. That is the number one thing confident is because if you are not confident, then you will get ran over whether it doesn't matter what you look like. Cause I have women winning who have five kids and stretch marks, 300 pounds. It don't matter. Old, young, black, white, Latino. It don't, it doesn't matter what you look like because what I know is that if you set your standards clear and you are saying, look, this is what I need in order for you to see me, then that takes confidence. And that's all I need from you. That's all I need. Oh,
2: Perfect. You.
3: That's all you I can't, need. you can't teach so, confidence, ladies. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what's
1: the most money you've ever made from a boyfriend <laughs> or sugar daddy? Um, the most money I ever made. That's so hard. I, <laughs>
3: I forget the best. Me, you know? gifts. How
1: about that? The best gifts, the most money. I don't know. What's the best thing you've ever gotten from a dude that you were dating?
3: Um, there There is honestly a few really nice gifts I've gotten. I've gotten a leather handmade bag that I actually just reposted. Oh, I saw Twitter that one. The I saw other that. Day. Yes, it was made by these women in uh, Mali. Okay. Um, with my name on it, and my Cartier bracelet. Everybody thinks that's the best one, but uh, you know, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, the bracelet. Just a, it's just a Cartier bracelet. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But they're no big, no big deal. <laughs> that's, that's not very good
1: marketing though. No, yeah, but they've done it very like- good marketing with it. But come on, everybody <laughs> has it now. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> wait, wait. So I like,
2: not whatever, no, no, You know, no, not everybody. I don't. <laughs> I don't have one. So if, any, oh, so if anybody Lord. would like to get me one so that I can be in the everybody has one,
3: cup, <laughs> let me know. I'll accept
2: it graciously. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> but the best, the best one was uh, years ago, probably on my twenty-second birthday. Um, I had never been flown out of the country. Uh, out of the country only domestically and uh on my 22nd birthday uh this sugar daddy feels so weird calling that because they're like my friends but um he got me he paid for my passport sent me to go get my passport and then told me I was going to be flying out to a resort in uh Jerba which is an island island off of Tunisia okay Nice. Nice. nice um Okay, and that's a beautiful. Tunisia is beautiful, by the way. It, like it's, it was. It's, it's yeah. Nice, I, I nice, haven't. Nice, nice. I haven't been. It was, was. So
2: I won't. I don't know.
3: <laughs> yes. It was. It was really beautiful, and I didn't believe him at first, but he sent me the ticket, and. I had a I had somebody meet me at the uh, I had a personal driver meet me at the airport because he wasn't with me. So he had business to do in other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I'll have a driver to meet you, a personal translator and a chef
2: and a butler nice nice yeah it was a we went all out yes all the way (laughs) ladies this is what good sugar daddies do okay they don't they don't have you an uber to meet them and make you pay for it that's not what a real sugar daddy Mm -mm. does
3: yeah he really he really made sure my birthday was really really special and that's why he's still my friend because It was, he knew I'd never been out of the country before. And he was like, look, I have a special surprise for you. So he set
2: that That up. That is awesome. So um, what would you say is the biggest mistake you've made in your dating life?
3: Um, My biggest mistake was
2: something I'm always (laughs) lecturing everybody
3: about is like uh, not using your patience and silence to Mm. get what you want. Because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's very, very, very important is uh, using patience and silence to get exactly what you want. Um, because back in the day, I was like so rowdy, like, if you don't do this, then I'm not going to do that. But what I realized is you don't have to, you don't have to tell them anything. Show them with yes. your size. Show <laughs> them. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to get in the head like, oh, wow, I didn't do it. She didn't say anything. So
2: I don't know what this means. That was my biggest I think mistake. that is a common mistake that I, w- I would say the majority of women make. Yes, it Definitely. Is. It is. I've made that mistake before because, you know, you just get all riled up and it's like, I just got to let him know how I feel. But nope, go exactly. tell your girlfriend because he don't care. The more you tell him, the more he's like, mm-hmm. I got her wrapped around my finger. She'll end up doing mm-hmm. whatever I want. So, Yes silence is golden ladies Mm -hmm. yeah no someone actually uh
1: dm'd the show uh about a client you know that showered her with all these love and affection and then he ghosted and you know guys Mm -hmm. to try to uh, test you Mm -hmm. and i was like girl it's not you it's him just ignore Mm -hmm. his ass go yeah exactly she was like oh my god thank you so much because she was starting to think she did something wrong Oh my God! what something I said? Was something I did? I was like, "You just said you guys had the best time," and out of nowhere, he ghosted.
2: Fuck yeah! Me. Oh, that uh, <laughs> that happened to me recently as well. I mean, this client like bought me VIP concert tickets for my birthday. Was you know, do uh, you know, know the one. one? And he's like, "It's all happened and, to us." Right, and he's like, <laughs> he like he even like relocated to my area to meet me, and I still haven't met him. And he's like essentially ghosted. And I'm like, hey, when he's ready, he'll come back cuz i'm not oh then I'm I not chasing, come back i'm not chasing mm-hmm. anybody you They're you relocated to meet me and you still haven't met me that sounds like a personal problem i'm not because chasing cuz they, they want up. you they want you to chase them to see
1: you know if you're that it thirsty
2: ain't. i'm just like oh really let me, exactly. let, me let me leave you alone oh my the god world. i i <laughs> have like i have so much i have gallons and gallons of water in my house my <laughs> thirst is very quenched okay <laughs> <laughs> It's really, it's a power play. That's all it, it, is. it is. It doesn't it, work. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. You know, when you get your confidence up, it d- those power plays do not mm-hmm. work very well. So, guys, just, no. just stop. Just stop with the game. That's
1: why they go for the girls. Like, see, that's why girls that are in adult entertainment, guys can't handle Mm-mm. them. I mean, they, yep. that's the one they want, and they keep chasing after them, but they can't handle them. So they go for the, you know, plain Jane That has never, you know, done anything because they're Mm -hmm. easier to break down and control, but then they still cheat on her with the adult. Exactly. But you know, this exactly. is another
2: thing. This is also why they <sighs> always go for younger girls. See, a lot of girls think that, mm-hmm. oh, I'm young and beautiful. That's why all the guys want me. And it's like, no, that's just a it's bonus. Like, the beauty is a bonus, but they're going after you because you're young. Cause they think that you don't know any better. So young ladies, mm-hmm. young ladies, if you're under 30 guys think that you're young and dumb, especially if you're under 25. So if you're under 25, listen to this just don't Mm -hmm. play their games they're trying to take advantage okay so
3: did you have any mentors or did you figure out everything on your own um I figured out everything on my own and uh from dating and watching everybody else but uh I feel like I feel like everybody is somehow a mentor to me because that's true everyone's your teacher you're right yeah I learned so much from my ladies' because they're all different and they all have these different backgrounds. I work with women who are doctors I work with women who are who are um lawyers I work with escorts I work with strippers and all of them have all different lifestyles and I work with college girls because all of them have their different lifestyles but it's it's like they all run into different men and everything mm-hmm. and but the games are all always always, the same. always yeah. the same. <laughs> it's,
0: the,
1: it's the same game. I don't get it, guys. You guys mm-hmm. might wanna, you
2: know, update your right? Oh, lazy. Yeah. Uh, actually actually lazy. don't update the playbook. Just stop playing games. <laughs> you're not you know they're not mm-hmm. going to. They're lazy. <laughs> okay, fine. so um, what steps do you have the ladies follow in order to ask for financial gifts from their sugar daddies or,
1: significant or guy,
2: just a guy, <laughs> a guy in general, just a man they met at the grocery store. How do you, how do you get them to get the gifts? Well, usually
3: the guys, um, who give the gifts and the money and stuff, they usually say it up front and they have no problem with doing it. That's what I found. But in order, In order to get that when you're dating, Mm -hmm. right, usually it comes after some time of dating, maybe after the second date. You can do it. A lot of my ladies, they've accomplished this on the first date, but I think that's very rare. And I understand because the guys are usually just meeting you Mm -hmm. or just having a conversation with you for the first time. Mm -hmm. So usually by the second date, they can get it. And it's usually after they've been demanding, like just tell them up front, you know, like, oh yeah, I need some money for my hair. Or I need money for my car, car payment, or I need some stuff done on my car, even if it's not for that. (laughs) So (laughs) just uh, do that. And then um, for the escorts and everything, they all have their specific like sites and stuff that they and clients that they talk to. So if they're having trouble with those clients, then I talk to them uh, about what their relationship is with them so we can tell them exactly how to go about that. But usually with the clients, it's a little bit different because some people work with clients and celebrities where their schedules are a little bit off and that all of that does play a big part. So,
2: and the relationship so, with them. So yeah. follow up question on this. Um, so I know a lot of ladies, cause when I, before I became an escort, I started, I was a sugar baby And then the invention of all the uh, online arrangement sites came about. And I joined arrangement sites. And one of the common problems I not only I had, but I know a lot of other ladies had was how do you get the guy, the potential sugar daddy to be to give up something on the first date? Because a lot of guys are like on the arrangement sites to them, they think, I only I only start giving the benefit when I start getting the sugar or the sex or whatever they want to call it. What do you say for the ladies that are on these arrangement sites wasting in, all their time? Well, I'm a, I'm
1: gonna interject. I'm gonna interject. I think like she said, it depends on the guy. Like, got, some mm. guys really would just give you the money. Because yeah. I've had both experiences. I've had experiences where the guy was just generous and just gave me like $500 just for coming to dinner and, you know, seeing if it'll work out or, you know, you have the guys that want to nickel and dime you and you just be like, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the guy, the guy's usually generous. Like you're not, yeah. I don't think there's some magic thing you can do, but Hey, maybe Amadi has the,
3: (laughs) she has the sauce. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're you're pretty you're on point because uh, there are some there are a lot of guys who are on these sites who want to nickel and dime women. That's why they're mm-hmm. on the sites because they want to nickel and dime them. But some men, a lot of men, what I found with my ladies is that they understand that there's something that they have to give for your time, especially if they found you on a sugar and site. Mm-hmm. See, so, uh, but a lot of them uh, think
2: that the free meal is like generous yes. <laughs> and I'm like that's not how and, that works <laughs> Yeah. and when that
3: does happen you can ask them on a date like so did you bring did you bring a gift or anything for my time and if they did not then that will be the last time you will ever see them or ever speak to them again so um I yeah there's not a magic way to do it but that's also because a lot of men who our experience with being a sugar daddy, they understand. Yeah. Look, I'm supposed to give her a gift when they comments. know, they right? Know. Well,
1: see, yeah. so
3: just stick with the
1: ones see, that know. I, so, yeah, so stick I had with the a
2: friend that, that joined seeking arrangements, and she was basically going on a lot of first dates. Where she did listen to me. Well, it took her some time to listen to me, but she, uh, you know, she let the guys, you know, drag her along. And I was like, listen, if they're not generous on the first no. date, they're not going to be generous until you've given everything you got, and then it's not even going to be worth it in the end. But she was like, well, how do I make sure that? I get something on the first date. And I was like, I don't know. Cause she got tired of she's probably went on like 50 first dates. Literally, like the movie. Oh. And she no. but different yeah. guys, right? <laughs> but she went on a lot I mean, of first dates. I would dates. say
1: for the for the newbies, I would say ask for gas money. Like tell them, yeah. tell them, hey, I would need my gas cover. And depend don't tell them how much. Depending on how much they give you, that's how you know if it's gonna be a generous, generous guy, guy that's a not. good that's a good suggestion yeah. but i i even said this myself i have a client me
0: vivian <laughs> i have a
1: person a client <laughs> that i've had for years right and i see him consistently um he's from up north he comes here a lot and we hang out all the time and he's also on seeking arrangement as a matter of fact we both crossed profile. (laughs) And he was like, Hey, I know you. I was like, Hey, but anyways, we were talking about it. And I was like, so why are you even on that site? He was like, to be honest, it's great to just have someone for my dinner companion and stuff while I'm here. And these girls are really hot. They're crazy, but they're hot. But at least I can get like someone to take out, you know, to accompany me to dinner. So that way I'm not alone. And he was like, and you know, sometimes they'll put out without doing stuff you know without me being generous so it's like wow. a win win i was like wow. yes because
2: so you're just sitting here just because using these because girls. these girls think that if they put out they will get gifts and i'm like that is and the that, kiss the, of death but the
1: funny thing is the funny thing yeah. is he's actually a generous guy and he was like i actually do want to find someone like he was like i'm looking to spend i think he said 3 grand a month I was like, okay, that's not horrible. He was like, yeah, but mm. she has to not do anything else. I was like, well,
2: you're that's too to much. That's too, <laughs> too I mean, who can even live off of three grand a month?
1: Exactly. Well, college I mean, students. But the funny thing is he doesn't get along with college students. Exactly. The it's like the girl that you're attracted to, you actually don't like. You're only attracted to her physically. physically but by the time they start talking, you know, at dinner. He's exactly.
3: He's like, oh, I, mm. I want to be out of here. But They're yeah. so demanding. And, yeah. and. You can definitely ask for a deposit up front, like in the messages before you even meet them. Just make sure. um, Yes, I would like a deposit uh, at the end of my meeting, and I'll give you my PayPal or my Cash App, or we can do cash in hand. Um, Either way, you can ask. Yeah, but you you do have to ask. Otherwise, if they don't... Plus, I like asking up front anyway because it's like... I'm here in your face and I wish you would tell me that you don't have any money. <laughs> After I just got
2: dressed. I, to oh my too. God, I, I had a would. guy do that before, like seven years ago. We agreed on $100, you know, to just have a, a cocktail. Mm-hmm. And when it came time at the end, he was like, oh, I only have like, He like pulls out his pocket. I only have sixty-seven dollars. I was like, Okay, yeah, bye. And he was like, Oh, you don't want to stay and hang out. And I was like, Yeah, no, I'm not gonna stay any longer. And
1: you can't even keep your word. And then
2: he was like he was like, Oh, so you just a gold digger then after I leave, oh my god, my text messages blew up with all these pictures of all this cash on his on his counter and his watch and all this stuff, and I'm like, dude.
1: I'm like, it's not in my I, account. But I'm like, mm. I'm like, how
2: long have you had this picture of your cash? Because I could whip out pictures of cash, too. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving moving on.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, what's the worst advice you've ever gotten?
3: Oh, my God, the worst advice, not that I've gotten, but that I've heard my ladies have gotten from people who tell them that they work for me and what I tell them and everything, um, is that... Uh, you have to be like really nice and really oh baby this and baby that like you don't have to be that way because a lot of men they see through that and a lot of people they are paying for companions but they really do want real yes. cool people and they want to have real interactions with you. They don't want a pet unless that's, they're into some fetish type of thing. It's and that's very rare. Like you do not have to be these sweet sweet thing sweet little I don't know cuddly things because a lot of men they they love women who are about their money and about respect and give me what I demand up front because they Mm -hmm. understand that at the end of the day Mm -hmm. exactly and they like it they think it's sexy they think it's attractive so that's the worst advice being like super you got to be super nice and sweeten them up to get what you want no you promised me something and that's why i'm meeting you for it so if you don't have it Right.
2: so what is the best advice you've ever gotten don't settle for what you
3: what you uh didn't want you know be demanding okay don't be a pushover that was like I, yeah, that actually got that from an old sugar daddy. It's like, well, m- men
1: are the best. They them. are. Man, yes. They do They're not, like- they
3: do not settle.
1: Like, I mean, I, this is why it always galls me when women are like running after men crying. I'm like, mm-hmm. sweetie, if you weren't what he wanted, he would not even exactly. be.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop fucking settling. When women, exactly. when women stop
2: settling, men will fall in line because they, they need yes. us and our vaginas. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm experiencing <laughs> that right now. I have a former sugar daddy that's that keeps trying to reappear, but he's not. He's not acting. He's not acting reappear. right, so he's still sitting in that corner. I'm ignoring him. Yep. Like, nope. Timeout. Nope. Not available. Nope. Not available until he re- he's ready to Time. fall in line. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I always I I thought about that, and he was actually
3: talking about men. I was dating because he knew I was dating other people and he was totally okay with that because like I said they're Mm -hmm. like my friends so like he was like yeah don't ever settle and be a pushover like you're very serious with me be very serious when you're dating too be very serious about your time when you're dating too Mm -hmm. that was the best advice don't be I love it so if you
1: could go back in time and talk to your 17 year old self what would you say to her (laughs)
0: Uh, uh,
3: so many things (laughs) I would probably um, tell her like my 17 year old self 17 and 19 I loved me that was when I was like at the top of everything you know that's why I don't understand why these young girls are not at the top of their game Yeah. Yeah, 17 year old me would just tell me look girl your life is going in a completely different direction nobody right now matters just keep going keep keep going because like you are on a fire like path Mm -hmm. right now so I will probably just tell myself to keep going even in those times where I was like confused about what I was going to do with my life and everything because I did not want to go to college straight after high school even though I did really really well I did not want to go to college it wasn't really a big thing for me it's Plus not
1: for my, everybody
3: yeah and my parents did not have the money and I wasn't going to be paying back the loans like that's just I was like yeah yes, doing it so my I, I completely went my own path and it was hard it was hard and I would tell myself to keep keep going keep going because you are on a great path right now. So that's what I would tell myself.
2: I like it. Well, nice. so I have a quick question for you that it's not on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently found a podcast that you did an interview on. And I noticed mm-hmm. a lot of themes in a lot of these sex positive podcasts. And a lot of it is like, they're very, very uh, what, what is it? The, the slut shaming movement They're all very Mm -hmm. uh, open to ladies, fuck whoever you want. But when it comes to sex workers, a lot of them like, oh, no, I don't advocate for sex workers. You should fuck whoever you want for free. What do you feel about that?
3: I honestly just feel like men should not get free sex in any case, whether he's giving you in any free time, whether it's sex work, whether you're just dating or anything, he needs to be giving you something for your time, at least to honor you for opening yourself in that way and sharing yourself in that way with them. Like, I don't care if it's money. I don't care if he's taking you out on special dinners because, you know, not every woman wants money in hand. They don't like it. So whether it's taking you for free dinners, getting you flowers, treating you, just treating you as the queen that you are for allowing them that part of you or that time they should be giving you something i don't care if this is a mutual sex thing with you with him and you it should Mm -hmm. be something it should he should be bringing something to the table every single time i like it so it doesn't matter if you're a sex worker it doesn't matter if you're just out having free sex I don't care if you just met this guy and you're going to have a one night stand with him. He should be taking you for breakfast the
2: next morning. Like, something. something. Yes. Ladies hear that. Sex positive people. Stop shaming us for wanting something. Okay. All mm-hmm. right.
3: <laughs> like it's no, no, no free sex. No free nothing. Men get, of, <laughs> men get a lot of free stuff. Anyway, they get a lot of free sex. They get, Uh, affection for nothing like they don't even have to call text back or show up on time and still
2: have women yes stop sending stop sending the sexy photos when they haven't they haven't put out the work for it exactly
1: yeah don't don't do
2: it
3: yeah so that's that's how i feel no free anything for (laughs) men (laughs) no (laughs) aside from that (laughs) island in tunisia where is Mm -hmm. your
1: favorite vacation destination
3: um, my favorite vacation destination, um, probably somewhere like either Spain or Cuba, just somewhere different from the uh, U.S. Because you know I've been a lot of places in the U.S., so I'll be going to Spain and probably Bali. Oh, oh my God! So. do You want to go with me for my birthday? Let's plan it. <laughs> yeah, let's let, plan it. Let's plan it. Bali, let's I'm, plan I'm definitely Bali sounds going. like a fun <laughs> yeah. idea let's go so yes let's do it (laughs) I love the architecture and everything so those are my favorite places Tunisia was beautiful it was definitely beautiful and the cats over there they're um uh, like, they have a lot of wild cats, mm-hmm. and they're actually really nice to the people that are just walking around. Like, they'll come sit in a chair next to you and eat yeah, with you. And that's
1: the thing I don't get about people. Like,
3: cats are not mean, cats are yeah. actually
1: super friendly.
3: It's just that yeah. people are assholes, so that yeah. they learn to run away from you exactly like over in america all the cats they run away from you and everything over there if you're walking on an island and or if you're just sitting down having a meal they won't come sit next yeah because they're so
1: used to being fed and everything Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they Mm -hmm. know they know how to play the game to
2: get what they want Uh, (laughs) yeah maybe is a cat person I, <laughs> love, I love kitties. I, kitties. I I like them. I don't want to live with them. <laughs> <laughs> hater, I'm not a hater. a hater. They're just they're just they're mm. sneaky. They're very sneaky. Um, moving on. So, what do you do in your free time other than drop knowledge on Twitter?
1: I mean, <laughs> I swear this lady, I <laughs> I know you're like, Oh my God, what's going on with the, uh, with the podcast. Cause I'd
2: be like, like it, like it, like it. <laughs> Cause man, we need our, we need oh, our followers man. to see the knowledge you're dropping. So yeah, we, go, like, we yeah, not like, liking frenzies.
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. shit.
2: Thank you. I really
3: appreciate it too. Um, in my free time, you know, I love, Going out, with my friends, we all we're always going out to dinners, different places, or I'm probably at home. Um, I'm probably at home relaxing on my porch or I'm probably making a short trip somewhere, taking a short trip somewhere just to get out of D.C. for a little bit. OK, right. OK. Are you reading anything right now? Favorite book? No, not right now. I'm not reading anything right now. Right now, I am trying to read less because I get so many messages. Oh, my God. I get so many messages. My head is always spinning. So I've really just been watching, watching a lot of shows, you know, because I need that break in between the messages so that I can clear my mind yeah. out and get out that knowledge that you guys love. So, much. <laughs> so do you me. have a favorite book? Um, my favorite book is actually, um, what is it called? I can't even think of it right now. Yep. I have it right in my house, yeah. too.
1: It, it, it'll come to you.
2: Yeah, it will come to me. I'm so, so sorry. I, no worries. I, I, no worries. So, do you have a favorite movie of all time?
3: Um, uh, my favorite movie... Would actually be this movie called Heist? Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, she she's all about finesse. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love that movie. that That movie is uh
2: really really. I don't. Really I don't great. think that I've was, seen uh, that one. Is it about like uh, like obviously like a bank heist or? Obviously, they they stole some diamonds or something.
3: <laughs> oh, I love I love all right? heist movies. I love it because I love the planning. I love the plot. That's usually I the best part of the movie. Is their yeah. plan my, and my planning? Th- my amazing. favorite
2: would be Inside Man. Like I think that is like one of the greatest like heist movies of all time. Like it was amazing mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. No, I, oh that God, one. you got to see it. Oh, Denzel Washington's in it too great act great i mean great (laughs) acting all around like uh what's her name jody jody foster's in it i mean just great acting all the way around so yeah definitely watch that movie yeah okay
1: so um do you have a favorite tv show i know you say you watch tv to clear your mind
3: Yes, I um I actually watch a lot of animation and a lot of cartoons. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. I actually do. I love I love animation because I'm just I just watch how people draw out stuff and create these shows, and I think it's so interesting that people actually have this stuff going on in their mind where they picture people looking this way and these shows playing out like that. I think animation is so creative and. I wish I had the creative ability to come up with these plots for these shows and the fact that they have all of these lines and characters and everything. I really think it's So really which one's your favorite? Like all different types. I love uh first my favorite one is American Dad. I've just gotten onto uh what is it called? My Cartoon President. I thought I think that is really cool too. How they made uh a whole cartoon based around Oh, I saw that, but I, I have seen yeah, it, but I, I have not that. even heard of
2: it. I'll have yes. to look it up.
3: Yes, I actually, well, I love my cartoon president. They basically created this whole plot of what goes on in the White House. And I'm like, this is so cool that they have a huge team. I watch how they made it and everything. They have a huge team of people. And they just created all of this stuff that they believe is going on in the White House. And it's so funny how they still made it, how it's animated. And it's a cartoon. It's a joke, but it's so relatable. So that's what I love about
2: anime. That sounds fun. Yeah.
3: Yeah, nice. All nice. right. Uh, so, do you have any pet peeves? Um, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> my pet peeve is repeating myself. <laughs> that I hate. I hate to repeat myself. That's exactly why I break stuff down online all the time. Mm-hmm. I hate to have to over explain myself or repeat myself. That is like my biggest pet peeve is repeating myself. I hate it. Oh my god.
1: So, okay. I know you drop germs all day, every day, but if you could leave our listeners with uh, both the men and the ladies with some parting advice, that would be awesome.
3: Um, My parting advice would be, you know, the only thing that you need, whether it's dating, sugaring, sex work is unwavering confidence. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't, uh, that That's always a plus. That's always a plus. But people want you, people who want you will do what they need to get you if you yes, are your Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. Preach. And for the dudes, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> she's like,
1: oh.
3: For uh, <laughs> the guys, I mean, keep playing the games, you know. My ladies are coming. Oh, Challenge.
0: So Challenge.
3: What? keep doing what you're doing because coming for you yeah we're, we already figured it
2: out and we're here to break it all down so, oh, so in other shit. words stop playing the games because you're only playing yourself <laughs> exactly exactly okay so where is the best place that our listeners can find out more information about you and how to get your coaching services Um, they can always DM me on social media as for now, uh,
3: until I get the right messaging service for Mm -hmm. my website and, uh, they can reach out to me on all my social media platforms. I know people will be, um, looking out for my YouTube later on this year, which is coming because I know everybody wants my, my videos all in one place because they don't want to research everywhere. So Mm -hmm. I don't have that later on this year and they can find out a lot about me through that and ask me any questions uh you you might want to actually plug your oh yeah (laughs) my social media you can find me under abm or imani underscore yvonne uh y-v-o-n-n-e um on twitter or you can find follow me on actual black mermaid on instagram and
2: paris okay She's so when, made, when, your, uh, when your YouTube channel comes out, make sure you let us know so that uh, we can help plug that for you. Oh, yeah. no problem. Yeah, I got for sure.
1: And uh, I might DM you a couple of questions later. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, this is a high tactic. <laughs> 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 But thank you so much, yes, Imani, thank you. for gracing mm-hmm. us with your presence. I know it's been taking a minute, but I'm glad we finally got it together. And our listeners are definitely going to benefit from Absolutely. this. Thank you, thank thank you, you, Thank you, you. so
2: much. Mm,
3: no, thank you guys for having me. All right. So enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye. Well, she
1: was amazing. I'm so glad she came on. I mean, I've had my eye on her for a while. As everybody knows, I'm always the one stalking people to bring on the yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I discovered her like earlier, but I think you were the one yeah. that pointed her to me, like in passing. And you were like, "Hey, take a look at this lady." And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, I, I, I do, like, just,
2: I think somebody like retweeted something that she was saying, and it was, yeah, it was like and then, sugar daddy related." Yeah, and I was like. Yeah, and then you sent it to me, I started... and then since then, I was like, wait a minute, this girl's actually... <laughs> no, she's not, and I started—I was stalking her Twitter, and then I kept sending Vivian more of the tweets, and it's like, okay, we need mm-hmm. to have her on when we get to the sugaring episode for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure, and
1: I'm glad we did. So, ladies, now you don't have to um, settle in your sugaring
2: uh, techniques and tactics. Or, you need to go your, for what or you your want. your companion tactics, like like she exactly. said these clients they love to ghost you and watch you chase them and you know text them like hey just checking on you no just sit it sit out have patience write it out write out the silence they will always come back and if they don't then whatever Fuck Fuck it, them. move on to the next one exactly <laughs> move on anyways let's end
1: on a positive note any last one? as always keep it sexy Better have my money (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Bye Bye. Before you go guys Please subscribe and leave us a 5 star rating On iTunes and like us on SoundCloud If you're able to leave us reviews or likes on any other listening platforms, please do so. This helps people find our show. You can also download every single episode free of charge. That way you can listen to us even if you don't have an internet connection. We love getting your questions and suggestions, so please keep them coming. Our email is info at thesexyescortguide.com. Our number to text is 657-464-4675. You can also tag us on Twitter with the hashtag TSEGP.
2: Don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram at TSEGP and Twitter at TSEG Podcast. We do record the show live from time to time, so make sure you're staying connected with us. You can join our mailing list so that you can be the first to hear of breaking news and exciting stories. Our website is thesexyescortguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We truly appreciate you.
0: Thanks for listening.
2: Be sure to leave
0: us a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, stay ravishing and receptive.